We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are a handsome devil. You, I think they, you better quit flirting because I'm going to come back to Seattle. <laughs> I'm going to keep flirting then. Welcome to The Holy Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between. I'm Amelia Sanson. And I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sanson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com slash theholyhour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. My loves, my lights, it is just me today. It's Amelia. Liz is on a much-deserved, much-earned, much-needed vacation with Mr. Liz and she's having a great time and is finally getting some R&R, which if you've been listening, you know, she has been working her tail off. So I was happy to uh, take over this week. I mean, like, ha- as happy as I can be because I have separation anxiety. <laughs> but I was really excited to have this conversation that uh, I have for y'all today with Brendan Q. He is a creator that I connected with on TikTok. I saw one of his videos and followed him because I just loved it. I loved what he stood for. He was just speaking his mind and I loved it. Y'all know how I feel about that. And when I followed him, I saw that he had already been following me. So we sparked up a little friendship, a little flirtship. And he started creating on OnlyFans kind of soon thereafter and agreed to have a conversation with me because I have a million and one questions about the industry. And I posted on Instagram and asked Y'all, if you had any questions for him as well, and the questions that y'all submitted were so good, so we had a really good conversation. I was really nervous to do this without Liz, but I think I think it was a good time. If it sounds like me and Brendan were flirting, we were. Y'all know me. I'll uh, I'll be back next week with Liz for our hundredth episode, <laughs> which is actually that it's actually nuts. We're planning a hundred episode. Um, house party (laughs) at my place with some of our friends and it's just like it's hard to believe that it's already been a hundred but we love you so much and um yeah I'll we'll we'll be back to normal normal schedule next week but here is the conversation that I had with Brendan I love y'all so you started creating videos before you got into um creating content on OnlyFans yeah yeah only so they, they came far after. Okay. And how did you decide that you wanted to like explore that realm? 
Um, I didn't actually. <laughs> I well, I moved away from friends that visited me when I did live in Kentucky, and we were really hungover. And my buddy gave me his phone, and I started scrolling on TikTok. And then I was like, "All right, I guess I'll download it." And they were walking out the door to drive back home, and they're like, "Have fun going viral in two weeks." And I was like, "Nah," and it happened two weeks later, literally. And you and then you forayed into being more. I want to be sure that I word this correctly. Would you consider what you do like adult content? Is that what you call it? I've been hearing it referred to as like porn less and less and more as adult content, but still like I'm not able to, I can't, I can't figure out like where the medium is. So you're, you're just, you're fine with it being called adult content. I just yeah. don't want to like say it in a way that's like offensive. You know what I mean? Cause I'm yeah. new to, I'm new to all of this. I mean, I started on TikTok as just a normal person getting on there and throwing out some zingers that I thought were funny because I don't shut up. So if I, if I have to hear myself, you have to hear me too. Your like personal life outside of content, has there been, have you noticed any like crossover? Do people like recognize you in public for what you do? Do you? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I was traveling for like five straight months at the end of 2021 and every big city that I went to, I got recognized. It was at least once, um, but like moving to Vegas and pretty much becoming a recluse because all I do is stay home as much as I can now. Not so much. I don't even like to go out like on the weekends when everybody else goes out here. I'll go out on like a Wednesday. So I, I, I just want to see less people. <laughs> is that new that you're like that? Uh, very much so because I was very much like I was the town bicycle. Like I was I was. I was a whore and I, I drank a lot and that was a couple years and now I'm just like ah, I had my fun and all of my fun now is consists like around like a safety net because in sex work everybody's getting checked so like I don't want to go out and like meet somebody and not know anything it's it's all kind of like eh, I'd rather stay home that was another question that somebody had sent in was how often y'all get checked for STDs uh, I'll go every two weeks if I'm constantly doing collabs um i have gone more than that and i've gone less than that it just depends on when my collabs are based um okay. it also depends on like if i even sleep with somebody outside of like sex work which i don't really except for my girlfriend but me and her also like the timing i've been with collabs so work kind of gets in the way of that too oh, but it gets in the way of i get out, i get like out touched so like if I work enough, like I don't want to do anything besides like lay with my dogs. I don't want to be touched. I don't want to like be intimate with anybody else. I just want to like chill. You got to take breaks. That's interesting. That's something that I hadn't considered, but it makes so much sense. Yeah. It was a conversation that I had with my dad because he actually asked me a very similar question. And he was like, do you view sex the same? And I was like, it's not as hype as it once was. It's still fun. But if I don't have any guarantee of safety, I don't have any interest anymore. Because like when I was 21, I was reckless. Um, I'm, it was bad, but now I'm just like, ah, mm, I don't want to Nope, I'm not even going to test those waters. I'm just going to chill. Do you think if you were still as reckless as you were at 21, you would be able to do what you're doing now for your work? Oh, absolutely not. No. Um, I was, it was, it was not anything that I could have gotten away with then. Cause I wasn't getting checked enough at 21 and I was, I favored partying more than I favored anything else. And like, now that I moved to a state where weed is legal, I also have like cooled off a lot. Like I don't even drink when my roommates invite me to drink downstairs. I'll just smoke and hang out and then go to bed at like 10 o'clock and wake up at 7am. It feels like the, the industry has like a, and I know that it's changed a ton, especially since the internet, but um, it feels <laughs> like the stigma of the industry is like, everybody's always like 
fucked up and like everyone's like partying hard sometimes people are i mean this the industry has so many different like pockets of people and like different creators and like who works with who and sometimes you go out sometimes you don't i know with like i've i've gone out on one big collab and like overall i don't really feel the need to because i don't know you mix liquor in with things and it gets a little shady right but like i have gone out and we've all minded our p's and q's and we like know what we're doing but i mean some people choose to party some people don't i know quite a few people that just like to hang out at home and play video games and then i know a bunch of others that like to go out every weekend and just depends on who you are um (laughs) i'm gonna start with a light one just to just to get your opinion because this isn't something that i think that you'll have the answer for but somebody asked what's the deal with everyone getting stuck in the dryer windows or under the bed so I don't really know why that started or how that became such a thing, but mainstream has been hooked on that and like the step sibling thing forever, it feels like. And they've yes. really dove into it in the last like two years. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on. I even like paid for a little shout out on a mainstream guy's page because like promo, I wanted to fi- get some followers and like he even shouted me out as his step bro. And I'm just like, why do we do this? And like, I don't really care, but I've also never understood why we're harping on it so hard. It's been interesting to see a Pornhub releases like the most searched terms in each state at the end of every year. And like step sibling is like 80% of the country. Hold on. I'm about to Google it right now. I want to see what it is for uh, Washington and Nevada. Google says vintage. Oh, wait, that's DC. Hold on. Vintage. Wow, there's some cultured ass people in DC looking up vintage porn. You mean old ass white men that shouldn't be running our country? Honestly, I think that that's probably, I'm probably saying, politicians. You're so right. Washington is stepmom. And I guess like most of the Southwest region was lesbian. Interesting. Um, Bible Belt, also lesbian. Nice. Let's see. We got cartoon. There's like a whole section that has cartoon. And then randomly, I think this is Nebraska that also has it. It's interesting. I wonder what I I want to do some sort of like psychological study on what's going on in each of these states and why they're so into fucking. I also want to know because I got step siblings for real. And like when all this started coming out, I was like, I have to either ignore the title completely or like pick a new genre because this is ridiculous Mm -hmm. there are some things that i'll just have to like skip the whole like context setting in the beginning i always skip the context i have to i i I, listen i grew up with a family of five okay i had to watch porn on silent for the first 18 years of my life so i don't know where all these people are enjoying the storylines but i've never watched them not once i need a storyline listen i'm not judging the storyline i think the title if it gives me enough i can imagine it myself i'm good liz had to watch porn on silent for forever and she still watches porn on silent and i think that that is like crazy i I don't know i can't get over that silent thing like i even okay i'll even edit my own work silently until i have to do the clips and i'll listen for the right sound the right moan the right word and then clip the next clip over and then I'll remute it so I don't have to hear it until the next clip over. Like, I, I don't do sound. <laughs> that is bizarre to me. So you edit your own work. What is that like? Um, It depends. It's it's nice when I have somebody else, like, record. Um, shout out to Donnie Does Things. He records me all the time, and I love him. Um, and he does great work and great edits, and he has a great page. So look him up. That's his tag on everything. Donnie Does Things. Hell yeah. Um. So I'll have him record a lot or 
if we don't have him, I'll just set up three tripods, get some lights going, make sure the lighting is good. And I'll set the cameras up to where I know that I can mesh them together the right way and not just have like shittily stitched together video. I'll do like picture in picture edits. If I know one view is really good, I'll put a second good view, like in the bottom right of the screen or something. Okay. It just depends. I try to make it good. I try to make it a good experience for everybody that watches. Cause I have, I have a very diverse crowd. So yep. I don't want to like stick to one angle or give them something that's not going to be good. You know, like, yeah. Is it still amateur for sure? Cause sometimes you can still see like the other camera or the light or something, but at least everything else comes together. Well, God, you're like, you're like the Tarantino of porn. There's no exploding cars in my room when this is happening. Not yet. You might get a car bed, light it on fire. Listen, don't give me an idea because I will find a way to fund it and I will do it. <laughs> We're planting seeds. This is how the Mile High Club started, okay? Somebody <laughs> planted that, somebody planted the seed and somebody was like, hey, you know what? I got this. Oh my God, probably. We might have just like uncovered a brand new. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Category. Somebody asked, what separates intimacy from business in your mind? When is the camera off? Is it difficult to manage? It's a very interesting question. Um, so, you know, when I first started, I don't know how professional I was or how well I was when it came to collabs. I was learning. And like nobody, as much as I don't like to say it, like nobody really helps you in this industry. You kind of figure it out for yourself for the most part and like pick up little clues where you can. Um, so routing my collabs in the beginning was a weird transition. I was like trying, I was learning this whole separation factor between work and play. Um, and then when it came to like regular intimacy versus like camera, I mean, getting to know somebody for your collab is so that way it comes off as authentic is one thing, but like, you don't want to like overstep boundaries or anything. Cause there are people in relationships, there are things going on. You don't want to like cross boundaries and make it weird off camera so that way everything flows right um but i mean in terms of like a relationship i try not to mix work and play too much because it does take away from the intimacy of the relationship but like i also don't view sex as intimacy completely like there's other things you can do 
cooking, if you wanted to clean for them, if you wanted to take them out, you wanted to go do something like there's many ways to be intimate with your partner and like separate it from work, like and not view your sex life with them as work either. Although I do always catch myself like in the back of my mind thinking about how it looks while I'm while I'm yeah, I'm always thinking like, how how is this going to look on camera? Like, can I put cameras up and record this? Mm-hmm. He's always working, folks. I'm always thinking about it. I'm all like, literally, that's why there's a mirror over my bed. Come on. I love having sex in front of mirrors. Listen, there's a reason I put the mirror up. <laughs> it really does feel like I'm watching like a tape of myself mm-hmm. in real time. There's something Listen, very sexy about it. I'm all about it. You know how nice it is to be also in front of that mirror looking at my, me doing work? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I look fucking good right now. Hell yeah. This person Listen, is lucky I'm, as hell. I am pro-ho in this house. If anybody listening to this, okay, if you don't have a mirror over your bed or like over part of your couch, invest. Okay. This was $50 at Walmart. Let's go. Absolutely. hundred percent of the people in this conversation feel that way. So that's saying something. Perfect. <laughs> it's, it's, it's truly, it's a game changer. Is it, do you think that it's possible in your industry to be in a relationship with someone that isn't involved in the industry? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think it, I think Riley Reed is that who it is? I think I just saw that she got married. Um, and somebody was like talking shit about it. And then somebody retweeted it and was like, she's worth $20 million because she's good at her job. And you're saying she's not worth love because she's good at making you horny on the internet. And that's a really good point. Like anybody can find love in, in this industry and you don't have to find somebody that also works in this industry, which I have seen a lot of. I have seen quite a few people like purposely date people in the industry, in the industry which there's nothing wrong with that. I guess it just depends on how you guys set up your boundaries. Every right. relationship is communication and how you're going to navigate it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, you also have to take into account like monogamy is not the only way, which me and you have talked about monogamy yeah. being bogus for ever since we became mutuals. It's mm-hmm. not my not my department, but it could be somebody else's. I mean, if if you and your partner want to be hoes about life, it's the same thing. Just it's for work now. Being in an open relationship is a good example of like, basically that and like I know somebody who's dating someone and like they don't venture outside the relationship and then the girl does work and nobody cares and everything's good do you feel like the rise of OnlyFans like has changed the industry at all and if so how very much so so I mean mainstream use a lot of girls or guys will sign with an agent agent will stick them with whoever they work that is what it is um agents have been found to be robbing people and or abusing them throughout their work relationship um, and i think OnlyFans gives the power back to the people i mean you get to choose who you work with you get to decide what content you want to put out you're not being signed up for something you don't want to do and you're not being bribed with money to do things that you don't want to do like you have your own limits and you know what they are and you're going to execute them the way that you want to because you're running your own site now now hold on, now people in OnlyFans, i know including myself have been managed and then turned out management was not what they wanted. And I've seen other people get managed and they've been completely like robbed and not even known because their manager wasn't doing what they said they would do or what have you. But I mean, it comes with the risk of getting management. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta, you just have to check your P's and Q's with who you're going to let manage you or touch your content or be able to log into your page, anything, you know? Yeah. Do you, do you find managers through like word of mouth from who can trust who? I don't know. I refuse to get another manager. I'm just going to work, do myself. And if I need an assistant, I might hire an assistant just to like do kind of stuff that I don't feel like. Like I have my taxes 
which I still haven't done. So if anybody wants to go through work receipts and do my 2021 taxes, that's listening, let my brother know, please. Yeah, you know, you might you might find an assistant through this. Being like a like an a porn intern would be such a sick fucking job. Maybe I'll take it. Maybe I'll snag that job. Don't 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 tempt me like this. We can meet in the middle. Salt Lake City is right there. Okay, I mean, beautiful place to be. I'll go. I'll I like to snowboard. Up. I like to rock climb. I like to be a hoe. We have things in common. Uh, the only thing I have in common with you there is that I like to be a hoe. That's one thing that that's all I need. That's all I need. I don't need any more than that. Great. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy my ticket right after we hang up. <laughs> Perfect. I'm still mad you're gonna be gone at the end of the month. When I'm, I'm, gonna, be, when I... I'm gonna be near you. What is this? And are you coming here for content? Yeah. Ooh. How like do you? A, I so. I know what you're about to ask. So first of all, yes, it's a it's a collab. It's, there's a few of us, but how do I find people to make content with? Yep. A lot of the times I just kind of wait for people to ask. I mean, oh. I, I've reached out to a few people myself, but like not really that many. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of, I don't know. I know as a man that men are annoying, so I try not to ask very much. And I, I try to be like the one that is approached with this industry because this is, this is a woman's world. Like women dominate the porn market i am just a byproduct of it i i i know that full and well and i respect that so i kind of let women decide and ask me more often than not yeah okay that makes sense yeah it is very um i'm i'm sure it could be a little scary as a female creator in this field to know who to trust and who you know not to trust <laughs> and i mean that's another thing too i always tell people i'm like if you can find out who they've worked with and ask them about them, that's a great way to investigate the people that you're about to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, I always try to make sure nobody's done like anything that's like safety net risky. Cause like, I don't want to risk my safety or risk anybody else's safety. If there's multiple people that are involved in the club, remember paperwork all the time, try to make sure everybody's on board. If there's like a rougher scene, which I've done a little bit of, um i usually try to have somebody record it just so that way there's a third party there yeah like you're always like you're always kind of creating your own safety net and like yes there's ways that those safety nets can be infiltrated but it the more you're creating for yourself the better off you'll be while navigating who's who on the internet because like like i said i mean as small as the internet is it's not that small yeah totally Okay. In, in the, the area of the conversation of like the housekeeping with like the paperwork and, you know, like getting all of your tax stuff done. Listen, don't, don't knock me on my taxes. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'll get to them. I swear I'll get to them. They're going to come for you. Somebody, somebody did ask this. This wasn't what I was about to ask, but somebody asked, um, 1099 or W2, how do you actually get paid? A 1099. So, I mean, you're working through OF, it's through their own thing and you get pretty sure it's a 1099 form and then you can turn that into your own business being paid through their platform my last person who did it in georgia she figured out a way to that 20 percent that of takes for using their services she figured out a way to apply that to my taxes so that way i wasn't just being ripped out of money and having to pay more so whatever that 20 percent was she was like okay so this is what you technically paid in taxes even though you haven't it's a write-off in its own way I don't know if that's going to work for everybody. So nobody take this as, as a guidance for your okay. taxes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I still have my dad do my taxes. So I'm also not everything you're saying to me sounds completely correct. I'd love that. If my family weren't from conservative Indiana, where even I'm pretty sure all the tax people, including my brother, who's an accountant, who's also conservative and very hard to deal with. Like I'm good. I'll find somebody else. This uh-huh. is, 
I got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would rather just not do my taxes, period. Just like That's you. what I'm saying. You get me. It's just <laughs> this is like napping off your problems. The nap doesn't cure the problem, but not doing anything about it when you know it doesn't matter anyway. I I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It feels it feels good. Like if maybe <laughs> if I just wait around long enough, somebody will do it for me. Okay. Moving along to another housekeeping question. Somebody asked, what's the best cleaner for cum? I've used Dawn dish soap. I've used, um, oh God, it's like regular kind of like everything cleaner. Uh, it just depends, man. Like it depends on the furniture. Like obviously with like leather, you're going to want like leather cleaner. But like when it comes to cloth and whatnot, either throw it in the laundry or I've used like dish soap. It just depends as long as you can scrub it out and like kind of like wipe away the wetness, the main wetness, you're fine. That's good advice. I'm just, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cum that gets on the couch. So I get it. I've, I've run into the issue of finding stains like weeks later. Isn't that fun and exciting? Especially when like you have another person and you're like, God, I really didn't even know that was there. I thought these sheets were clean the whole time. And then it wasn't. Yes, Mm -hmm. I know. Mm -hmm. Or it'll just be like, he'll get some range and it'll just like end up somewhere that like I didn't consider. That happened to me once. That was fun. I didn't yeah. realize just how far something had shot. And it like it dawned on me later on that there was a spot on the wall that was like two feet, three feet away from the couch, which was three feet from me. So it was like a six foot slinger on the wall. And I was like, how? It's how did it go? Incredible. Like, I don't even know how that buildup happens. I read something. I don't remember the stats, so I don't even want to. Maybe I'll like insert it when I'm editing, but insert it. Porn hey, humor. We know, uh, we know that you're always in the mood. Come on. <laughs> But I, it was, like, some stat about, like, how many miles per hour the first shot is. And it was, like, it was something very impressive. I oh, mean, yeah. it, like 27 miles an hour or something. That is a, that's a wild speed. So you, you touched on how, like, you have to have open communication with your partner when you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you, have you ever had any issues with, like, setting boundaries or rules or like needing to clear certain things or like being on set and not being sure because you haven't discussed it with her yet. I mean, there's every, every partner is different. Um, Mm -hmm. So anything I say, obviously is going to pertain to like what I see and maybe me personally, but it's not going to apply to everybody. Um, I know like if I have a shoot, even if I tell her a little bit late, like she's, she's understanding it's, it's a job. And even though our relationship has been open, like, I haven't found the time nor really the need to go outside of like work or the relationship just because a, I don't have enough time between collabs to be able to get tested again, to make sure that whoever I decided to outside of work was worth it, making sure I'm okay. But B it's just, it's a lot of extra effort. Mm-hmm. Like I'm on Bumble. Like I have my Bumble still, but I, every time I get on Bumble, I'm just like, wow, this, <laughs> That's work. I'm good. I'd rather play video games or something. Like, so for her, she doesn't really care. Like when I have a job, if I have a shoot, because people will hit me up sometimes when they get into town, like because living in Vegas, people will literally just fly in and be like, hey, I'm in town. Do you have time the next three days? And are you like up to date on your test? And I'm just like, OK, I'll make it work. I got it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, some people would probably not like that a lot, but I mean, I'm I'm here to work. So, yeah. I mean, I moved to Vegas to rock climb and to work. And like, I don't expect to stay here by any means, but I will go somewhere that's nearby enough that I can like survive, which is why I mentioned Salt Lake earlier. Cause I, that's, that's on my, pro- that's like on a list of a few cities that I'm considering. Cause it's close enough to Vegas. 
it's still got all the nature. There's still a lot of sex workers out there. It would be something to consider. That is incredible to me that there's a lot of sex workers in Utah, of all places. Just Salt Lake City. The rest of Utah is Mormon country. <laughs> is Salt Lake City not Mormon country? It's a little bit more progressive. Um, okay. There's quite a few content creators out there. I love and a that. A lot of people like pass through there. So I guess it's really not that bad. But yeah, coming out here was the goal. Just work and live life and then hopefully get to a point where you don't need to live here to continue to live life. Go somewhere else appealing that people want to visit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do, have you, when you collab with people, like I've always wondered this, what is the the pay structure like? Because sometimes I'll notice that OnlyFans creators will both post the video. Will you split whatever you make from no. it? No, you get what you get off your followers. Um, some people do sign to split, but I would never, um, just because you don't know what that split's going to be. And it's also like you have two different fan bases. It's If you're going to profit off somebody else's fan base, it's because you gained them from one of you guys posting your collab. And they oh, ended up liking the other person's content too. So you both send it out on your own platform. You both make your own money. You both go about your day. Sometimes people match pricing. Um, I'm, I've never been one to really care to match pricing. Like your followers are paying for prices that they're used to. And there are other creators that, you know, they send out things for really high amounts that others would never make money off of. So I've always been very pro price it what you want to price it. Just don't advertise market the video, but don't market the price. Just market the price when you send it out. And that's it. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of girls will sell their solo stuff and mm -hmm. just have photos on their timeline and that works for them but everybody succeeds differently in this industry so i've always found it easier for myself to just do solos on the timeline and then whoever i work with gets sent out messages so i've noticed too outside of OnlyFans, you have one like a video on pornhub i did um if i do now it's because somebody else posted it and it's the teaser video so i ended up posting the whole thing and then she contacted me and she's like, uh, well, hold on, no whole videos on Pornhub, uh, just make a teaser video. And I was like, ah, okay. See, I, it's a learning moment for me. I didn't know that. So that makes sense. That that was kind of what I was wondering if Pornhub is starting to be used as like a way to just like gain traffic. So it is. And like, I'm <laughs> another assistant thing right here, posting all of my solo content that I have stocked up onto Pornhub and being like, go find my OnlyFans. Like, just mm -hmm. let's go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'll just have them take all 30 videos and splice them into one minute video and like let's let's move it along here you know yeah absolutely no I mean it makes that that's feels like such a good tactic for like gaining yeah. traction yeah because you don't really make money on Pornhub a lot of it's no right it, it's really nothing so really it's just for marketing yourself it's been before Pornhub like went through and who knows how good of a job they actually did but taking down the content that like they knew somebody was being like sex trafficked or you know like doing things against their will they went through and they like cleansed all of that they didn't do a good enough job so that's why nobody's getting paid by ad revenue anymore either so they're still facing the lawsuits with that and like it's a double-edged sword so like yes it's great to get content like that down but like Exodus Cry is the group, the religious group that claims that they want this porn off, but they're trying to eradicate it completely because uh, they're evangelical Christians and they want porn to just be eradicated. And I'm just like, that's not how you help us. You don't help us by eradicating what we are, damn it. No, I didn't realize that that was who was spearheading the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and something like that happened on Twitter too. One of the CEOs got busted for not taking down 
for not taking a head on a lot of the abuse and like child pornography that was on Twitter. And that was not that long ago either. That was in like December or something. Yeah. Pornhub's still under fire as they should be mm-hmm. a lot of used and abused people that have been put on Pornhub. So it's it, fair enough, you know? Totally. There's, there's something in my humble opinion as a consumer, there is something a lot sexier about OnlyFans because it really does feel like the person is doing it because they feel empowered to do to do it like there's a lot of videos on Pornhub where it's like regardless of how like real it is but like mm-hmm. like the backroom casting couch videos of like you know I, like, I've, I've watched so many of those and so many times I'm just like this is like cringy almost like they mm-hmm. don't look like they're enjoying this no even that's if it's for part of the scene why why is the market against like rapey scenes why are we why are we marketing that yeah it's terrible it's it's awful but it's a whole i mean i, I i've been hearing more and more about um cnc as yeah. a kink there's consent to be forceful yes like i don't know to like be kind of like role-playing like mm-hmm. what like rape some people take it that far yeah a lot of it's like i don't know a lot of it's dom stubby stuff it just depends. There's a lot of different variations of CNC, but some people go as far as to reenact that. And that is a lot. I don't know if I could ever mentally do that. That's that's aggressive and wild. That was what I was going to ask you, if there's anything that you like have a hard no on ever doing. That would be it right there. I would I would never enact a scene like that. That would be, yeah, I don't know if I would be able to like even watch it back. If I if I could even muster up the the like wherewithal down there to do that, I would also just be disgusted with myself and probably sign out for a long long time. I think a lot of CNC starts from trauma and victims taking their power back because they get the right to decide mm-hmm. that type of enactment, which like teach everybody's own to like heal how they want to heal and like what kinks they have. I'm not going to kink shame anybody, but of course, it's everybody is the way they are because of something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. One more question and then I'm going to let you go. What is the best and worst part of the industry for you? Best part is, I guess, getting to meet so many people and even just hanging out with them, not necessarily working with them because I've met so many different, like really cool people uh, of many different realms. You know, you meet people at Exotica, you meet people online, you meet people when you go to uh, collabs and people, other people show up. So it's very interesting to see what dynamic of people you run into um, and get to know them and see like what their success story was or what's different, you know, between all of them, what different niches everybody has. Um, So it's just, it's just interesting to get a worldview of like everything. Cause I mean, like any industry, there's so many little nitty gritty details to all of it. So I consider like the people, the nitty gritty details you get to see and how many people interact who's overcome what, who overtops like being abused in the industry, who, you know, it all comes to unfold and you get to see a lot. It's like, it's like having a storybook read to you, but by meeting people. Totally. Uh, The worst part, I guess would be, I mean, you're always under a microscope, but it's also like everybody else is under a microscope too. So everybody's all very socially blended. And when something goes awry, everybody seems to be affected. But this, I feel like a lot of people don't realize that this is a job mm-hmm. and like, I may not fully like somebody that I'm working with, but I'm, I'm working with it. Yeah. And that doesn't happen a lot. It's not like a very common thing. I don't have any like hard judgments on any, anybody by any means, but like, 
when it comes to who you've been around versus what they've done or what you've done or however, like sometimes people are just in a room because it's by chance. Yeah. So right. I guess the a lot of the a lot of what the public doesn't see is the fact that we're we're there to do a job. It's not necessarily to be best friends with each other, and it's not necessarily to just hang out. Sometimes it's just a job. Sometimes you become friends out of it. Sometimes you have great experiences. Sometimes you have bad ones. You don't know what you're going to run into until you start hanging out with a person and you know what you're going to run into. Like, is it ever awkward when you first meet someone? Oh, like, oh, yeah. we're about to fuck? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I, okay, so I always think of it like this. Would you message, men, don't answer this. Would you message <laughs> somebody and just be like, hey, want to fuck? No, you wouldn't. But for my job, that's essentially what you're doing. Do you want to work together? Meaning, do you want to fuck on camera? Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, so it's a little awkward at times, um, yeah. you know, people fly in, they'll stay with me and like the first, like maybe three hours is a little bit awkward. And then they kind of like get comfortable and realize everything's good. And like, we'll talk and things are fine. Okay. I always tell people when they come out, I'm like, Hey, plan an extra day. So we don't have to do anything that way we can just get to know each other. And if we don't want to work, we don't have to, at least we like understand and are comfortable with each other. I tell people that constantly. Yeah. And then there's, there are people that are so used to like working with other people that they don't know that it's like, Hey, let's work. Let's get out of the way. And like, I've been under both departments where I've not gotten to know somebody that well. And then I have, yeah, it's a little bit easier. Like the more you do it, um, I get into my head quite a bit. Like when it comes to work now, like I have to get into a workspace, you know, I can't, I have, I have, I have been able to like separate negative mindset with work. I just kind of leave my shit checked at the door and do what I have to do. Cause I know it's how I make my money. You know, you don't call off work when you're having a bad day. Or I mean, some people do, but I, I never did. I called off because I would wanted to get drunk. There's that's way different. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've worked through hard times. I've worked through low moments. And then there's been times where I've worked through and it's been an ecstatic day and it didn't matter because I mean, it's part of the job. I get into a headspace. I get into a creative moment. I will say the one thing that I fail at is making TikToks with people. And it's because like, I just talk on TikTok. That's what I mean when I say I post whatever I want because like I just talk. Mm -hmm. There's not usually many people involved unless there's like a skit or something. And that's far and few between. But outside of that, I mean, I just try to like connect with people and make sure we're all on the same page. Everybody's got their safety and boundaries spoken about and everything's going to run well. It's one of it's one of the only industries that I can think of that requires like that level of trust. Mm -hmm. and like communication ahead of time during and afterward like i can't think of another industry that that's the case for besides sex work yeah it's it's all very like you, you got to make sure it's right you know mm -hmm. you don't want you don't want to cross somebody's boundaries you don't want yours crossed you don't want to you don't want to leave a bad impression you don't want to you don't want to let your personal life stuff get in the middle of like what you're doing like heck, i mean you gotta you gotta make do with what you got and not project what you got going on to other people you know what I mean yeah totally does your sorry this is actually my last question does your family know that you do this yeah uh, my mom was pretty pissed when she found out um she was the last one to find out she was very mad we actually had like a three-day fight over the phone I have no problem airing out my laundry um we went we had a three-day fight over the phone because I lived in Georgia at the time so she couldn't do anything she was in, the, in Indiana and she's just like slut shaming me telling me how much i'm gonna fail all this stuff and then like finally came around 
uh, like three weeks later and she was like all right i've accepted your job i don't like it i don't support it but i accept it and i was like that's all i care about just let me live my life and she kind of left it at that but she'll ask questions out of curiosity sometimes nothing that's gonna like make her picture anything crazy but she does ask like relationship questions and like how i'm able to do everything that i do with people that i don't know um but yeah my dad and my stepdad were super supportive i kind of like dropped the bomb on my dad when i was traveling right before i quit my job and like i didn't mean to do it and i was just like hold on before i continue just i want you to know i'm quitting my job and i do porn now and he was like okay i are you making enough money to do that? And I was like, yes. He's like, then do whatever you want. My mom, I guess, was so pissed off throughout the house. And like, I changed my number because I got harassed. That's, there you go. There's something that's different that's negative in the porn industry. I got harassed to the point that I had to change my phone number. Holy shit. Um, but I changed my number and I texted my stepdad and I was like, hey, this is my new number. And he was like, do you not want me to tell your mom? And I was like, why? And he was like, because she was super pissed when she got off the phone with you the other day. And I'm like, all right, so here's the deal. I do porn now. I quit my nine to five. Don't worry about it. And he's like, okay, fair enough. And I texted him after and I'm like, I'm sorry if that was a bomb, but I'm not about to like shortcut you after mom's being vague. And he's like, I don't care what you do as long as you can support yourself and you're not in jail. And I'm like, all right, cool. Hell yeah. My sisters told me to never tell my family. I told them first, but I ended up telling, I had to tell them, dude, my mom was like trying to figure out what I was doing. Yeah, I would imagine that it would be like kind of a tough pill to swallow, but I don't think that everyone's parent would come around like that, you know? I mean, even though she's still like, I'm not happy about it, but still just being like, whatever, just like, do you and still Uh have questions is like, that's, that feels big. It is. It is for sure. She, she has more questions about my relationship dynamics than anything else, because my mom is very, I want my son to get married and have kids and all this stuff. And I'm just like, mom, <laughs> I have uh-huh. a vasectomy. I don't want none of that shit. Yep. Get out. Yeah. Um, so she'll like, she'll kind of like watch my social medias to kind of like see if I'm dating somebody or like try to like convince me that uh, settling down and getting married is what I want sometimes. But I just like, mm, I don't think mm-hmm. so. You miss mm-hmm. me with that, you know? Just throwing a few more Hail Marys while she yeah. can. Like yep. I'm, I'm 25, bro. I don't marriage right now. You, mom you want me to get married the same age you did you could you could kick rocks <laughs> no i don't have my life figured out yet being lost is what makes life fun though is it not like i've been figuring this whole thing out for the last three three years on social media and two years on almost two years on of and all of it's just a gamble we're all winging it where can people find you do you want to drop your handles um if you want you can just uh drop brendanq.com because that'll bring up everything for everybody um and then except for my twitch because i haven't updated it yet q is spelled q u e u e okay well that's it i'll let you get on with your evening seriously thank you so 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 much for talking to me i've been looking forward to having this conversation for so long of course. and you're just you're just a delight and i'm sure that people are going to want to hear more from you so i may hey, be buzzing you in the future I'm going to put you on blast. Put me on blast? Yeah. Do you want another free year to my OnlyFans like I gave you before? Did you give me a free year? Yeah, I did. It was a while ago. It was like when I first started. It, I was, was, it was not long after we became mutuals. I will I, I will take a free year. I will do that. I got you. I'll text you after this. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. It's going to be a good night for me. <laughs> All right. Thank you so, so much. I will talk thank, to you soon. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure. Oh, good. All right. Bye. Later.